Thank you for tuning in to What's the Deal, Gross Eel, where I explore the people and things that make Gross Eel unique. I'm Ben Fote. We're approaching Halloween, and the pod is turning toward the spooky and odd. I'll leave it to you to decide which is which. This week, I'm talking with Jenna Jones. Jenna leads the Real Witch Wives of Gross Eel. They are a very entertaining part of the Gross Eel Halloween Parade. It's great to talk with you, Jenna. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This has been uh, a really good morning so far. We got to talk a little bit uh, off mic, of course, and uh, I'm really excited to get talking about all this. So thank you for having me. Yeah, well, you know, to start off, I, I wanted to tell you that when I first saw the Witch Wives in the Halloween Parade, uh, maybe two years ago, it was just, it was the best. It, it was really unexpected and, and a lot of fun. And it's really become a special part of fall on the island. Can you tell us a little bit about the purpose of the group and what people should expect when they go to the parade? Absolutely. So there was never intentionally going to be this real Witch Wives of Gross Sale. There was no real purpose or meaning behind it because it just sort of came out of thin air. Um, so Shelly Schmicki, who is an island resident, uh, saw a video on Facebook of a bunch of witches in Germany dressed up for Halloween and doing this dance. And so we'll have to link that. I'll link that in the in the stuff. That'd be incredible. It's a really unique dance. Um, and we have since modified it a little bit. So it was able to be made for marching down Macomb Street. But um, she put the video on Facebook just to see what her friends thought of the video. It really picked up some steam. So they came up with this secret plan to come up with a dance for the parade. And so they would practice late into the night over and over again until they all got this dance down. Like I said, I had modified it for the parade and then came up with this plan to show up completely incognito and unannounced to the (laughs) parade three years ago now. So um, without having told anybody that they were going to be in the parade, they just showed up, got into formation and sort of knocked everybody's socks off. And they were such a hit that they decided to come back the following year with a few more people in tow, myself included. And it was bigger and better than ever, but it wasn't really supposed to be a recurring thing that was going to happen every Halloween. It was just supposed to be something fun for Shelly and her friends to do. And so as this group grew bigger and bigger and people were asking about it coming back for a third year, Shelly had said that she, you know, just has too many commitments, which is completely understandable to want to carry this on for a third year or following years after and ask me if I would take over the broom, so to speak, as the head witch. And so now here we are. So, you know, I hope that for many years to come, we can just have a bigger and bigger group coming up with maybe even new and unique dances every so often to keep it fresh and fun. But you can expect to see us again this year, marching down Macomb Street to our same song and dance with a completely different group this year. So it would be pretty fun to, to show off for everyone. Now, now, when and where are the parade? So the parade is October 24th at 10 a.m. on Macomb Street. It's the same day of the township trick-or-treating for the businesses. So there's going to be a few things happening downtown on Macomb Street, from my understanding. Um, so yeah, 10 a.m., there will be a parade, and you can feel free to come on out. There's usually people that are handing out candy then immediately after the parade, I believe from 11 to 1 o'clock. So you can look forward to that, too. All right. And then uh, this year, at least, that's the same. That's the weekend then after Paint the Town Red. So I Macomb Street's going to be going strong here in October. Yeah, and it's been really unique to be a part of that experience, too. I've been on the committee for Paint the Town Red. So just seeing how the community is rallying together to come up with these really fun but safe events in the middle of the pandemic has been really fun to be a part of. So it'll be, it'll be cool to see the Paint the Town Red and then, like you said, immediately following the Halloween parade. So Yeah. So how many, how many witches are there? This is year there a count for this year? 
35. Yep, about 35 this year. Last year was significantly larger, but understandably, there's a lot of people that weren't really feeling comfortable with, you know, meeting up for practices and things like that, which I totally understand and respect. But we have made sure to host all of these practices outside, distanced, people have masks available, so we're being safe and responsible. Um, but I totally understand that. So the group is smaller. There's a lot of new witches this year, which I did not expect. A lot of the people that were in the first and second year have sort of taken a back seat. And there's plenty of new faces to have join on board this year. So it's pretty great. Remind me about the parade. Are there floats? How does the parade work for, for those that haven't been to one yet? It's a little bit different than a lot of the traditional parades that you would see as in there aren't as many floats as normal. Um, and I know that this year they haven't made a huge push for the parade. So I would imagine it's going to be pretty small, but you can bank on the standard police cars, you know, fire trucks, things like that. Mm -hmm. There's going to be people that are local to the businesses that are probably just going to be tossing out candy and then we'll be bringing up the rear. So if for yeah, no other reason, make sure you come out to see us dancing in the smoke. It'll be pretty fun. And if I remember right, the kids can march in their costumes too, right? Which, which is makes so it. cute to see everybody dressed up. And there's usually people along the sides of the street that are also in costumes and bringing their dogs and bringing, you know, things in their thermos to have a warm <laughs> summer drink, or summery drink, Halloween-y drink in their mugs. So it's, it's Yeah, a great if I remember right, um, if you're an adult, you may want to stop at the VFW. Yes, they usually put a little something extra in your morning. Just box. a little bit, yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's see, it's, it's obviously too late to join up this year, but yes. assuming this happens again next year, when should someone be ready to uh, get their witching on? So generally practices would start about mid-September. We like to have a good month of practices, usually two times a week. And that may be shortened up depending on how many new witches we have. Obviously this year we're working on a condensed schedule, which has been a little bit tricky as the parade was announced a little bit later than normal. But they can always just find us on Facebook. That's the best way to get a hold of us. And even starting now, if they're interested for next year, to be able to send us a message on Facebook, let us know you're interested, send us over your email address, and then we'll put you on the list so that as soon as we've got practice dates scheduled, we're ready to roll. Well, that's great. So are there other activities the witches plan to do during the year? I, I would imagine, oh, I don't even know if there are any other Halloween parades, but that would be a perfect fit. But any plans to do anything extra? So we were going to do the fall festival this year. Unfortunately, we didn't have enough witches that were uh, able to come and turn out to do that. And that's the one at Centennial Farms, right? That yep, was that was just this past weekend at Centennial Farms. And that's put on by the rec department. And we did do the Halloween party that the rec department put on last year and did a big dance there for a select group of the witches. We couldn't have everybody come out. It would just have been too big of a group. But we did that last year as well. And there are rumors that maybe next year, once the pandemic is done, that we will be planning a dance-off with the Witches of Wyandotte oh. um, to be able to do some sort of a crossover event. So we'll see. I mean, I would love to be able to have, you know, events year-round that we can go and participate in. But, you know, everything's sort of on a standstill now. So we'll see. But uh, at, if nothing else, keeping involved with the Facebook page that you can see if there are any pop-up events and ways to learn the dance going forward, for sure. Oh, excellent. One of the things that really strikes strikes you about the witches is the professional look, the, the banner. And, and actually, the, the social media is, is fabulous. Lots of great, great content. And it's got a great professional look. And I know that you've got a marketing company, Ruin Fox. Tell us about it. What, what sort of work do you do and, and uh, how do people get in touch with you? So I started Ruin Fox in February of 2019 officially, but it sort of came out of thin air. I was working as a marketing agent for a local forging company 
um, and had decided to move on to start my own company just solely based out of experience. So it's sort of interesting. As I was working for this company, I had friends who were starting up small businesses, including here Mm -hmm. on the island. And they knew that they needed help with getting their marketing plan started, or maybe they needed a new logo or a website. And they would always ask me, who do you recommend? And I would give them recommendations and they would usually come back and say, I can't afford to hire a marketing agency like that. I'm working on a small business owner budget. Mm -hmm. And I started to notice a niche, a niche little market of small business owners who need these marketing and branding assets, but can't afford to hire the big agents. So I would barter with my friends. You know, some of them were starting chiropractic clinics, including my friend, Christine Crawford, who just opened up here on the island. We would sort of work out a deal to where I in my spare time would help her out. She would give me free adjustments, you know, and we would just get it moving forward. But then once I realized that it wasn't just, you know, people here on the island that needed help or my friends, there, there really was this need. That was how I started Ruin Fox, which is marketing and branding assets for small business owners specifically. So I'm not building out completely branded coded coded websites through, let's say, WordPress, but I'll be using one of these template-based sites to give them a unique looking site through the template-based program to where they can have a super easy to use, incredibly functional site that looks really professional. I can develop them a new logo. I can get them set up with the email marketing campaign, social media, and really build them a strong foundation, an affordable foundation to get them moving forward so that eventually once their business is strong, they can come back, we can keep building it up, or we can send them over to the bigger corporations because they can afford that bigger budget. But it's been really fun and really rewarding to help these people bring their vision to life of all these ideas they have floating around in their head for their new business and to put them, you know, to paper, to internet and things like that. So that's how Maroon Fox got started. And yeah, I have been able to put my personal touch on the Real Witch Wives. Shelly, who had started it out, built the initial banner, but I've since developed us a new logo that is reminiscent of the Real Housewives franchise. Um, which has been pretty cool and fun. And I've got to build up all of the new dance manuals that I have made for everybody. So lots of print assets as well. So I still get to flex on the real witch wives in certain ways with my Ruin Fox background. But yeah, that's how it all sort of got started and how it ties together. Oh, that's great. That's great. The way I like to end our our talks when we do this is is I like to offer people a chance to make a wish for the people of Grossiel or for the island. I'm going to give you a chance to do that in two ways, if you'd like. Okay. Um, one for the witches. What what do the witches wish? That's a that's a tongue twister for you. <laughs> what would the witches wish? I can't think of a W word for the the folks of Grossiel. Um, and then for yourself as well, um, your experience with the island and and the things now. Uh, commonly people will say stuff about the bridges. That's, that's a common one. So you either, either that means make sure to keep one in or, or uh, don't. So what would you wish? I personally would wish for the residents of Grosseal to be able to remember that we are all citizens of the same island. There's so much divisiveness right now in our world and our community and even on our island surrounding politics and pandemics and things like that. So just to remember to, be calm and patient and loving towards each other. That would be my wish for Grosiel personally. And I know that the witches would wish everyone to have a safe and happy spooky season. I know that a lot of people are nervous again around the pandemic and around all the holidays coming up. So just be safe and be spooky and we'll see you on Macomb. Oh, that's great. Well, thank you for talking with me today. Absolutely. I really appreciate the opportunity. What's the Deal Grosiel is recorded and produced by me, Ben Fote. You can keep in touch with me through the What's the Deal Gross Eel Facebook page 
or email me at whatsthedealgi at gmail.com. You can share episodes from Facebook or hear them from the website, whatsthedealgi.com. And of course, it never hurts to subscribe so you can get the latest episodes through your favorite podcast delivery tool, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and so many others. Our intro and credit music is Mocktails in the Rain by Antti Ludo, which is used through a Creative Commons license. Find more of his music on soundclick.com as Antti's Instrumentals. Thanks for listening to... What's the deal, Grossiel? <laughs> <laughs>